All right, everybody. It's uh, Coffee Break with Ernest. It's good to see you. I'm glad that you're here. I see my my uh, girl Sharon has joined me back. What's up, Sharon? And then for everybody else who's going to join in <clears throat> or you're going to be a part of the podcast, make sure that you go and follow us on Spotify. Uh, the podcast has been doing so good on Spotify and everywhere else. My boss made or, or got me to purchase uh, the Sure MV7 podcast Kiss kit. Listen, the podcast about to be on fleet. I'm about to be on here sounding like Barry White. Some you tuned in with. You know, I'm I'm gonna be here. And get don't y'all be coming in just to hear my voice because I'm gonna have all of the, and then I'm gonna have some games and a few more animations. Wait till we come back and fall. It's gonna be something beyond. But look, and I'm stirring my coffee. I didn't ask my friends who are my guests for today about if they drink or. No, they don't drink coffee. One of them do. The other one, I don't know what she do. She, I'll let her tell about herself in a few bit. It's going to be funny. We're going to laugh and all that good stuff. I have none other than Dr. Tonya Drake with all these credentials up under her name. I was trying to figure out what it was, CSC and MDD. And I just, it was, it was so, <laughs> it was so fun. I should have looked it up. I hope she don't be mad at me because I didn't. And I know that's probably unprofessional because, you know, this is my podcast. But you know what? This is my thing. I have to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't put nothing in my coffee cup, I promise you. And then I got Kimberly Vaughn. Because ah! <laughs> I almost got... <laughs> Did y'all see me pause? I had to make sure I said name right because she had already got me to go. But I call her Vaughn. But anyway, listen, they are here. Today's going to be a great session. They got something to talk about. And we all got something to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about student safety. We're going to talk about kids who are in the career and uh, technical uh, careers in schools. And then we're just going to have a good time. So listen, I don't know what you have in your cup, but I know what I got mine. Pour up your cup of coffee and join in the conversation. Ladies, tell who you are uh, and let us know a little bit about yourself. We'll start with you, Dr. Drake. Good morning, everyone. I am Tanya Drake. I am married to a wonderful man. And we are the parents of two amazing, rapidly growing boys that keep us on the go. <laughs> and I am a professional school counselor. As well. uh, I got to introduce you. Yeah, no, we at the coffee table. I don't understand why I got to do all that. Just, just tell us who you are. <laughs> Dr. Drake was done. Okay. So good morning. Hello, everyone. My name is Kimberly Vaughn. I am the mother of two wonderful children. My son is 28. My daughter is 17. And she keeps me busy and going. I am a student service coordinator with the Korean Technical Center. Um, I've been in the school system for over 15 years now. You see me over here being messy. I'm over here doing 28 plus 50. <laughs> And she didn't say she was married. I just want to put that out there. Mm. Okay, we're going to move on. <clears throat> what y'all drinking over there? <laughs> After that comment, I need to change my cup. <laughs> 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 but no, Drink. Um, I am not a coffee drinker, so I'm drinking cranberry juice. Drake, what you over there drink? You got coffee this morning? I do, I do. 
I have found Newman's own. It's an organic brand of coffee, and it is awesome. Great. I leave the district, and I ain't seen you in person for I don't know how long. And you drinking some organic coffee now? I am, friend, and it is awesome. I don't want that. You can keep that. You know, I got... (laughs) <laughs> I got that. I got that same Keurig that I had up there in the edX. <laughs> I done dropped it a couple of times, so I got it in the bedroom. And my mama bought me another one for the kitchen to match my appliances. I don't know why, but anyway, it's over there. But I had that Mac Cafe. I only like the Colombian. Everybody know at this point. Listen, y'all people who watch the podcast and listen and listen, you know, on Spotify. Y'all send me some coffee. I'll put my address in. Okay, let me behave. But I like that back here. Now, every once in a while, hey, Sharon, every once in a while, um, I might go to McDonald's if I just got to and get some coffee over there. It's so crazy that I can I can brew it at house and it's good, but when I go somewhere, it's just nasty. And then I have a few places I like to go and they have some good coffee, but you know what? I just like to brew it from my from my house. All right, look, how your week been? What's been going on? Anything exciting been going on in your week? Well, you know, we just returned from spring break, so um, kind of just hit the ground rolling, catching up with whatever was left when you um before you left, kind of picking up there. We actually getting ready for a uh, white coat ceremony with mm. our medical our biomedical science students. We're getting ready to do their white coat ceremony, so that's been kind of keeping us. Um, busy and on the go with that. Well, don't just drop us with the white coat ceremony. Go on, tell us what what you do, so then you can bring us back to what what is a white. Because I, you know, when I think about a white coat ceremony, I'm thinking about some children who becoming doctors or or some. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, because I am a student service coordinator at the Career Technical Center. Um, one of my roles is we work with our students that are enrolled in our career technical class. Uh, we have about 14 different programs. So biomedical science is one of those programs. And uh, they have, it's a three-year program. You have one year one, two, and three. So once they enter year three, um, the first semester they take the course, and the second semester they do internships. So right now they're actually on internships with, or job shadowing with some of our local um, health science career fields. So they kind of get the... Uh, get an outlook on what career field I really want to go into. We try to do a variety. Um, they go to a veterinarian, they go to a dentist, they do a physical therapist, and they go to the medical field. So we try to give them a good variety of different opportunities to go and visit. But those that are in year three, what's one of the things that we started, um, we do a white coat ceremony. We actually ordered them a white coat. Uh, we put their name and the biomedical science POTW logo on there. We have a ceremony just, you know, helping them to see, you know, what it's like and just to um, reward them for the great things for doing the three years and the internship. And it's um, it's a good little ceremony that we do for them just to show them, you know, the great works that they've done and the rewards that they get from doing that. I like that. Let me tell you why I like that, because it's not it, it, it then broadens their horizon and their expectation to continue to go forward. I mean, hey, you spent all these years in the program. Why not celebrate you, reward you, but also push you into your destiny, if that makes sense. We, I, I'm, I'm tired of us just putting us in classes and then or programs and we don't do anything with it. And yeah, I started off being a product of that. 
I had a degree in technology, and then I kept getting these degrees in education. I said, what in the world? Like, now I'm in ed tech, so it makes sense. I, I It did not. I was like, I'm over here not doing a job that I, did, did I really need my degree for it? But I did because I needed to have some technology background, but I also need to know what was going on in the classroom so that I can better provide uh, assistance or professional development or just my outlook uh, sharing with others. So, okay, I like that. Uh, I, I really do. You got to keep us updated with um, with the white coat ceremony. Dr. Drake, what do you do? And come tell us how your week been going on. My week has been pretty busy. As much like Vaughn said, you're getting back from spring break, touching back in with everyone, checking in on everybody, seeing where they are mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and it's also coming up on testing season. So that's also a big chunk of what I do. That time of year, it is. Well, Drake, listen, I was on Twitter last night because, you know, um, I have a – uh, big Twitter following, and if you're not following me on Twitter, you should. Ed underscore uh, Bloxy underscore Doe, Director of, uh, of Education. That's me, and I posted out there. It's on there. It's on our Spotify. But listen, there's a few questions that um, my friends who follow me they had related to you, both of your fields. So I'm gonna kind of give you a couple of those, and then I have some fun questions as well. But, I do want to make sure uh, that we kind of answer a couple of these, if you don't mind. Dr. Drake, this one is towards uh, you. What are five things you wish you would have known or that or that you wish, yeah, but that you wish you'd known when you first started off as a professional counselor? Ooh, that's a great one. That my experience in the classroom was paramount to becoming a counselor. It was more necessary than I thought at the time. But it was it's basically the foundation of how you'll implement your counseling program where you are. Um, that's, the, that's, that's number five. We're going to four. Okay. Four is that time is your friend. <laughs> um, with time, you learn what works, what doesn't work, and you build from that and keep moving. Um, three. Mistakes are essential. They are important. You must mess up and fail at some of your initiatives that you think are ingenious so you can begin to work on those things and fix them and perfect them later. Maybe not ever perfect them, but if you move one child within that implementation, you've done your job, in my opinion. Um, is that three? Is that two? We had two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> The books are great um, with the series and, you know, the how-tos, but nothing quite matches being in the trenches. If you can, if you're in the field, you're looking to get in the field, do as many shadows as you can. Try to get in there because the books are one thing, but being in the trenches is it's a different experience. And the very first thing is that time is precious. I'm a big thing on time. Time is precious. Um, every moment with every student is precious because it's not promised to anyone. Now you got me want to be in the amen corner. Vaughn, it brings me to my question for you because she said something so dynamic and powerful, being in the trenches. The theories are great. And you, in your profession, 
you you guys kind of do the opposite. They're learning the theory in the textbook, and then they're getting the career exploration. Why is the career and technical education so important? I think um, the way career and technical education is now compared to what it was when we came up, you know, we looked at it as Votech. Those students that want to go and take a trade, not necessarily your best academic students, but students that, you know, they felt like they need a trade to go into the workforce. But that's no longer the case because it's now career and technical education. Students can do, they, a lot of them like to go off to college and continue what they're doing. I think one of the great things that's um, about the program is that the students are able to actually get in, they get to get in the trenches and actually do the work that they think they want to go off and do once they finish. So it's different from sitting in the classroom, someone lecturing to you, maybe doing a few activities, compared to me going into an automotive shop, actually taking a tire off, learning how to put it on, or going into the um, culinary lab kitchen and actually working in a restaurant-style kitchen. Um, your health science students learning how to do CPR, going to nursing homes. So they're actually getting the real world, the real world experience with the programs. And I think that's making a difference for the students. It's one thing to say, I want to be this, but it's one thing to actually do it before you go. And I said, makes a difference. You know, I think one of the big things around our time, especially mine, because I'm not to age y'all, but I'm younger than you, you too. But um, I thought if you took mechanic or the, the, you know, whatever the course is called, you, you stated it, but if you took that course, then, you know, you were interested in going towards the profession, but I learned how to change a tire by, uh, how, well, what do you call that? By, by accident, had a tire, I mean, had a flat, driving a Pearl, uh, Mississippi, and, uh, probably somewhere I shouldn't have been, but we ain't gonna talk about that. But <laughs> but it was on the side of the road and I had never lifted the car before, you know, with whatever that tool is called. I just know I pull it out. Drake, don't laugh at me. You just, you know, what, what what do you call that? I call it just a crank. You put it up under there and just hijack it. Before, you know, bring it. That, whatever you said, the hijack, carjack, that, and uh, I get the little twisty little thing and the, the little axle, I think that's the term, and you just turn the bolts off, and I remember the car fell down on my hand. I had several words to say. Yeah, I mean, I learned by, I mean, like I said, I, I, I had to learn because no, I, I didn't have any, which was kind of sad. Now you think about it, there were no men who showed me how to do that growing up. Uh, my mom didn't, you know, show me how to do that growing up. And then, like I said, if we knew that that field was available for us to take, but we didn't take it because we just thought that, you know, you take culinary or a shop or anything like that, they're trying to push you into that field. And I didn't want to do that. So, but that's different because not technically are you really pushing those kids to go into that profession. You know, if if there's a kid who wants to come and take shop or who wants to go take animation, yeah, we, we're we're basically sparking the what I, what we use at Bloxy, we're sparking the curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. We're sparking the curiosity. I'm gonna change subjects real quick. What are y'all watching on Netflix? Y'all watching anything on Netflix? Come on now. TV watchers, but what I have been watching is um Dale Air, but that's Peacock. I have been you know, I watched two episodes. Sharon, you watched Bella. What do you think about it, uh, Vaughn? What do you think about it? It was different. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I like it. It's okay. I'm getting into it's, it. It's, 
it's definitely not the the series, you know. Yeah. It's but because uh, I've tried to figure out all the loops and, and so forth into it as well. Drake, you seen it before? No, I have not. Are you I planning on seeing it? Because you know you just you 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 want to yeah clearly. What are you reading then? I'm reading while I've read a finished a jewel in his crown by Priscilla Chire. I know Priscilla, uh, great woman of God. What uh, what, are you, what what are some some tokens that you taken away from that book? Oh God, it's um the so entire book is focused yeah. on just having women to remember their value in mm-hmm. God's eyes and just period and just remembering that that value is God given and it yep. doesn't depend upon earthly things. That you are valuable, you are worthy, and it's just it's an awesome. Wow! Hey, right, she she just dropped a nugget there. Go ahead, go ahead, Vaughn. No, I was gonna tell her share that name with me because um now that's something I've kind of eased off on my reading, and I love it. And it's the weather's warming up, so I get to sit outside and read now. So yes, please share. What's the name book. of the book again? It's a jewel in his crown. A jewel in his crown. Okay, everybody, you heard that? Dr. Drake recommends for you to go and read it now. We're gonna put it on her, uh, put it on a list of, of of books she said that you need to go read. Mm-hmm. I'll put that out there, Drake. History Month as well, so it's perfect right Look at you, look at you, Women's History Month. I, look at I didn't think about that. And look at here, I got Happy Women's History Month to you. Listen, I watched the change of subject. I watched the uh, confirmation hearing yesterday. First of all, I'm just honored at KBJ, uh, the Honorable KBJ, I should say. We know how to say her name, but I, the, I, we, we've heard the KBJ so much, I, I've now become, I'm, I'm honored, I'm um, kind of sad at um, how some of the hearings, you know, took place, some of the questioning and, and so forth. Yesterday was a high-moving uh, moment where uh, Senator Cory Booker uh, definitely, you know, he he reminded her, hey, I see my ancestors when I see you, and uh, he's rooting for her. And, and I'm hoping, you know, whether uh, any political differences and so forth. And I know we don't really talk about that uh, that much, but hey, this is my podcast. I can do what I want to do. It's my coffee break. I think that we should get behind her. You might not view all of you know or support all of her views and her ways. I, I really think that this is a, a a moment in time, a moment in history. It should have been happened, and uh, I'm a supporting her. I, I really am, and and I've done my research on her. I think that she uh, is going to do a great job in that in, in that position, and so I, I commend uh, President Biden on his nominee. And so I, it's my prayer that she does get conferred and all will be well, according to the news this morning. Because I watch Zach say, "You just old." I said, "Zach, did you just bother him? Knock you?" Anyway. He said, you get up every morning, turn on news, and get coffee. I said, well, then he said, you go walking like it's healthy. <laughs> Shout out to my nephew, Zach, who's in Nashville with Clint Ambassadors. They're going to, uh, to, to, to trial for Nashville. Not trial. They're going to compete in Nationals today. I can't wait to the call at midnight to tell me that he didn't won. Uh, and his group has won. So uh, I'll be giving some shout outs for them later on. Drake, student safety is a big concern. Pandemic happened, kids are coming back to school. You know, they communicate with these devices because that's what we uh, subject them to. 
how big is student safety? And what are some tips from the counseling perspective of ways that we can help um, help, help these students who are struggling? Okay, um, that's a great question again. Uh, when, when I hear student safety, I, my immediate my immediate thought process is relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, building the relationships with the students is vital because with those relationships, then you you will notice mood changes, behavior changes if something is with a student. With that though, it takes the entire school community. It's school counselors. We're great. We're awesome. Yes, we are. We're out. But it takes that entire school family acting together to ensure that all the students are safe and sound mentally, physically, emotionally. Because the teacher will see little Tanya every day, whereas I only may see her in the cafeteria and in the foyer once or twice. But that teacher will be able to pick up on mood swings, assignments that are dropping, and just with relationships just throughout the building. If you walk in the school building, you're part of the relationship building community. <laughs> I, I agree. Vaughn, just touch on a little bit. I mean, you, you've been an educator and now you're working with kids who are at the high school and maybe even some at the junior high level, but there's even some collegiate students who are on your campus. Talk about student safety a little bit and, and the importance of it. Um, I agree with Dr. Drake um, because we see those students like you say, you have to have that relationship because you, they, some of them need someone to come to. And sometimes they may not be able to go to their teacher at their home school. But as here at the center, we're like our, our own little school. We have our own counselor, our director, and then we are like um, student services, so we can assist that way. So just to let them know that we are here. Um, if you can't get to your counselor at your home school, they have a lot of children they have to see. Um, let them know that we can also see us. But I just make letting them know that you are open and that they can come to you because they're dealing with a lot of different things and um, mm -hmm. they just may not be comfortable. They have to have find someone that they're comfortable with. Right? And mm -hmm. building support with your students makes a big difference. You know, Bloxy has a program uh, we have in our admin dashboard and really even for our delegates. It's, I don't think it's highlighted enough or really talked about. And, and that's one of my goals for this upcoming year, especially over the summer and as we move into the next school year. I could say even now, <clears throat> but you'll be amazed at some of the um, uh, alerts that we receive about school shooting or students who want to kill themselves or something's going on at the house. And so we have a program where we're actually um, analyzing uh, the student's uh, device. Uh, uh, it's a part of our, um, again, student safety where you know, hey, they send a message or email to another student. We're uh, alerting the school or that admin on what's going on um, so that they could do something about it. I love it that when I first joined the company, uh, it was just for principals. And then we finally got the chance to have really a conversation and to say, hey, principals are not the only people who should be looking at this. Your counselor should look at this. If you got an AP, at the AP, if there's a uh, teacher who, you know, you that that's, that go to, you know, add them on because they're they're able to have those report with those students uh, sometimes quicker, you know, than the building principal who you know you may see or may not see on a daily basis. Um, so how how what would what would you say to about utilizing technical uh, resources or program like that? I mean, do you think that's beneficial? Because yes, being there, seeing the kids in the classroom, that helps. But sometimes, what about the unseen stuff? And like I say, 
they're on their device and if we're using or we got a program as such that's catching it do you think this is beneficial for schools to start utilizing and hopefully maybe some of this pandemic um, combustion or things that we've kind of bottled up will kind of ease itself ease itself but Dr. Drake maybe you could even just say or share is this even prior to the pandemic is this something that goes on or or not I'm glad you asked that, Dixon. This, the issues that we're seeing, I believe, were pre-pandemic. Um, now, the pandemic has certainly had an effect. I believe it's put a spotlight on the images. But the images, I mean, the, well, the issues have always been. Um, but the pandemic by no means made it any easier to deal with those things. The program that you're speaking of sounds amazing because our students are resilient and they they learn very well how to fly under the radar. Mm -hmm. Without those devices, without knowing that they sent that email, some of it would go unseen and we would never know. So I think that's an awesome idea that would be a great implementation nationwide. Nationwide is on your side. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where they won't say it out loud because of these devices. That's another thing. With all these wonderful devices, we've kind of lost how to communicate, how to do face-to-face. -face. That, that's missing. So where they won't say it out loud or sit in the counselor's office or across from the teacher and say it verbally, they may mm -hmm. go back email to the teacher or to a friend. So that's an awesome addition to the program, I think. You know, Zach sings, and he asks me all the time, oh, can I get a YouTube? But I'm scared. I ain't going to tell you no story because I, I'm, I'm – can I get a YouTube? I just want to post videos of me singing. Zach, I don't want nobody to come in on your post, nor do I want you all over, you know. I monitor my kids because I'm in technology and I have that background. I know what goes on. I just can't, you know, can't get with it. So to to utilize or to have something of that nature, I really think schools should get with it. You know, and I'm, I'm making this PSA. If you're not utilizing a program to help alert you on uh, activity that is going on in your school building. Everybody get in trouble, but it's my show. Some of you are already paying for the service. Utilize it. Okay. But, see, but, but on a serious note, because I, I would tell you uh, when it'll be a sad day when you know we, we, you, when you have the tool and you could have prevented something and you just didn't because you didn't utilize what you have. And if you don't have something, get something. Okay? This, this is a call to everybody. If you don't have – I'm not saying you got to buy it from Luxie. I mean, great. If you, if you purchase our product, perfect. Uh, and that's, you know, a part of our, a, a part of our admin uh, package, our bundle. Great. But if you don't even decide to go with Luxie, go with somebody else so that you can sit there and manage and at and, and least – whether that's once a week, go and click and see, you know, hey, somebody sent an email to somebody about, uh, God, cut you. And, you know, they could probably be playing, but wait a minute, let's make sure she don't got no, no knife in the book bag later on in the week. You know, it's just causing those alerts uh, or, and not to even raise, because Drake, you'll, you'll even attest to this. Sometimes we'd be on high alert when we shouldn't be on high alert. Mm -hmm. Those, those, um, I want to say false 
negative, but you know, sometimes we we'll cause those we'll cause those scares when there's really not a really big need to to have the scare. But that's enough for my little soap opera. Uh, Vaughn, I'm coming back to you. I know y'all I called her name wrong. Just forgive me. She loves me. I love her too. Uh, if you had to choose a career and technical course to take right now, what course would you enroll into? I could take a technical course, it would be brick masonry. I've always wanted to learn how to make bricks. We, of course, we don't have it at our center. Every center is different, but it's not the one that we have, but it's always one that I wanted to learn how to do. So if I could take one, it would be brick masonry. Now, if I could take one in my own center, it would be carpentry. <laughs> I love math. I love numbers. I love putting things together. And um, yes, if I could build something, just be able to do it with my hands, then yes, that's where I would be at carpentry. Sharon, same question for you, because I know you're in the chat, and everybody else, you know, I like when y'all come in and, uh, on the Spotify and on my Twitter, I just love it. Listen, what program would y'all take? Now, I don't know what, you know, I'm, I'm bad, because I taught digital media, so I would have to go and take that course. But you know, there's a few things I, I might be lacking of. I would probably go back and take a couple of animation courses all over again. Uh, and then there's another one that I think is fascinating because I watch them on the courtroom. But that, uh, uh, what is it? Court reporting? We don't have that here. So I'm not no. Oh. You know, and I wanted to ask a few seconds ago, what about like the counseling? Is there like a, a program where you can go job shadow a counselor? I don't think we have that. No, we do not have Listen, that. Listen, I need education, but it's mm -hmm. more not for the counseling is included in that, but I don't think they go out and do job shadowing for that. Dr. Drake, when you retire, I need you to. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need, I, I, I need you to, yeah, no, I need you to, okay, thank you, ma'am. Uh, listen, what is, uh, what are some of y'all professional or your personal goals? What, what, for 2022, you got any professional or personal goals going on? Share with the people. 2022, personal goals? Yeah. Don't laugh at me. It's to lose that COVID-15 that I gave back in the I have to, but yes, but no, just uh, to eat healthier, just, you know, and to treat myself. I like that. You do it for everyone else, so I'm, I'm, know, right? I'm trying to treat myself. Mm. What about professionally? What's your professional goals? Professionally, um, mm. I don't know. I really just want to, because in my field, my role, um, we do a lot of preparing students before they for, the, for after graduation. Mm -hmm. I realized in the classroom, a lot of them was not, I could see the um, the gap there. They had no clue what was going on after they graduated. So mm -hmm. I've enjoyed being in this role is to help them to prepare. And um, my goal personally is just, you know, to do more with that. I don't get to do as much as I would like or where I want to be with it. Um, but, you know, we try to help them choose that extra strategy. Um, I would love to see them go to college, more college visits, those that want to go um, straight into the workforce, for them to see more um, industry visits. But I know with COVID, everything's kind of, you know, slowed down. So once that starts back up, my goal is to really expose them to those things that they would like to do after graduation. 
some virtual uh, visits would be nice too. Um, if you guys haven't looked in, they've done a couple, but they just say it's okay. not the same. They won't. It's not. That's like going to a conference. You know, having me on the screen is one thing, but be, having me in person, that's a whole nother thing right there. Oh. Mama. <laughs> that's a whole I think you try to talk about me right now if a person experience. Drake, go ahead and tell us because I'm about to get involved down there. <laughs> You're telling your person. Fine. <laughs> Drake, tell us your personal and professional goal for 2022. <laughs> okay, personal goals is along the same lines as one, just to be healthier, to be more whole, whatever that means, mental, physical, in all the realms. Um, so that's the personal one. Professional is to assist or help at least one child to do the same. I can't I like reach that. It, but if I can reach one. I like that. Drake, you, you have your doctorate degree, and I should have said Dr. Drake, I apologize. Dr. Drake, you have your doctorate degree. Tell us about that journey, because, you know, I haven't, I haven't had a guest, really, on my show who, who has a doctorate, uh, and so many other credentials that I don't know, but I, I celebrate them. Um, but tell us about that journey, because some of us, like me, are just like, mm -mm, I don't want to do it. But I've started it, but I re I'm ready to get out of it. But talk about that journey and give us some words of empowerment for uh, for the listeners. Okay. Well, that journey is it's an informative journey. You learn a lot about yourself, your motivations, who you are, and what you really want. Um, my particular journey was special for me because my goal was not only the doctorate, but to see my mom, my mom, to see me be hooded. And so I was hard pressed to get it done during her living years. So no matter what I went through during that journey, I had that goal that kept me grounded. So the doctoral journey, doctoral journey it is rough. It is tough. So that you have to have that why above it to keep you pressed and keep you grounded when you want to give up. You have to have something other than that degree that is the reason why you want it. That's what I learned in my journey. You just inspired me. I almost want to shed a tear. I ain't going to even laugh. Because I want to do it for my boys. I do. I I don't know if they want to get a doctorate, but I, I, I want to uh, inspire. To be honest, I don't, there's no one that I know that's in my circle, you know, or in close proximity of us. Oh, as far as you, because I get so tickled when they, hey, ain't he Dr. Drake? Baby, you have to call all of that? Yeah, <laughs> But <laughs> I want to, to, to be that for them. I, I really do. Um, we had a conversation about, with, even with Zach. I was like, Zach, what do you want to do? Because I know you do music, but do you, like, what, what, what are your plans? What are your career? And he said, I want to go into business. So then we had to have a whole conversation about what that looks like and so forth. So, um I think I'm going to keep that. And shout out to Dr. Drake and these nuggets that she's delivering to us, y'all. Don't worry about it. We're going to have her again. She said, when, you, when you're when you in your doctorate program, it's rough, but you're going to have to attach a why. Not just that you're getting a degree. You're going to have to attach a why. And that makes that makes a lot of sense. And now I think that that's going to be my empowerment, that even when I want to give up, which I took a break. Don't get on me. I did. Um 
but my why is the boys, and I've seen them every day, and I know why I really want to get a, to to set that example uh, for them. So, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back in it. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to. Okay, thank you, thank you, Don. Thank you. You helped me. I didn't know I didn't know that was gonna happen. Oof, oh, that was <laughs> that was that was really nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. My last, uh, I got two more questions, y'all. We get up out of this thing. What's one food that if you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tacos. Fried chicken. <laughs> Fried chicken. Okay, let me tell you. No, it can't be. Now, my brothers and them said wings in one of these podcasts. So let me tell you what happened. I went to Popeye's because I had burnt some baked chicken. I, I knew it was done, but Zach came in the house talking about leaving there for a little bit more. I wanted to look crispy. Maybe I left it in a little bit too long and it was jerking. So I had <laughs> Listen, and then I thought about it. I said, I was going to give it to the dog, but I was so ashamed. I said, I don't even want a dog to eat this. <laughs> it, was, it was 11 weeks. Now, you know how chicken weeds are expensive now. It's the inflation on everything. So you know them chicken weeds come from, I said, well, I don't want to throw away. I'm going to give it to the dog. That chicken was... I mean, jerky, jerky, dried, and I mean, I, you you break it, the you know the little part of the the wing where it got the little piece on there. Where some people do eat, but you know, you I could just crack it. I mean, it's like crackling. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so I went to Popeyes and got the chicken, but when I woke up in the morning, I felt all the grease. It was all in my lungs. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is not a thing. I got up trying to get some coffee to make it better. It didn't make it better. <laughs> I just, <laughs> my mama said, boy, you put grease, coffee, milk, and all that in She said, I'm surprised you ain't turned over somewhere. But I just tell you, uh-uh, can't be chicken. Drake, I don't know about them tacos. They got to be soft. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I, I can't eat the, I don't like the hard shell. I don't know. Maybe my, maybe, maybe my mama made us eat it too much. You going to get the hard shell or the soft? Maybe I'll be on your team. Mm-mm, it's, it's hard. It's crunchy. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't want either one. I definitely don't want to get be on the earth with y'all. If that's what, if we the last three, <laughs> we the last three here and, and God had that. God, just send me the manna. They can have whatever they want. I think I just did with the manna. Just send me the bread. We eat too much bread anyway. Just send it, Lord. I'm good. Okay. Mm. What What do people misunderstand about y'all the most? They They take my kindness for uh, granted because I'm crazy, but I love everybody, and and, and the kindness and love would probably be the same in the same place. Because yeah, I mean, to be honest. Uh, sometimes I do more for other people than I do for my own self, and we all do in some aspect. But I know I do a lot. Um, but then people misuse it and, and put it in places, situations where it shouldn't be, and, uh, and you don't even know me like that. You know, you don't know me like that. You you don't know why I do this out of the kindness of my heart, or uh, celebrate uh, and recognize um, students, or even parents, adults. You know, you don't know you don't know me like that, but. That's why I do it. It's really, I call it a God-given uh, attribute because um, you, you, you learn you learn love and, you know, how to be compassionate and for others. I mean, God did it. You know, Jesus Jesus did it. You know, so I, if we're to be Christ-like and to be more like him, then those are some, uh, people should be able to see that. But, you know, I always say people who maybe not of Christ 
or not have Christ-like attributes, uh, those are the ones who take those things and make them negative. Okay. Drake, Vaughn, what, what would you what would you say? Some misunderstandings about you. Ooh, Drake, you had to take a deep breath, huh? Oh, Bob. Well, I would have to say I am the truest form of an introvert that there is. Mm-hmm. So if I don't call you or if I don't reach out to you, it's not me shunning you. It is you could be my best friend, but I'm not the one Amen. that constantly contact or call. Um, my introvertness will probably be what they misunderstand me. It may come off as standoffish or, you know, not very social, but I I recharge in my aloneness. Uh, Miss Kimberly uh, Vaughn, Vaughn, you know, KKV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I would have to say, I don't know what I would say. I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I, I don't want this to come across as being bossy or I'm very organized. I like things. To go a certain way. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so we work I, with her. We know. <laughs> and you know, I just—I mean, I just like things to be done, you know, the proper way. You know, to make sure if we're gonna do something, let's you know, let's do it. Let's make sure it's done right. And I try not to come across as bossy. Please, please do it right the first time, cause you put it up there, she gonna come take it down, and, and she gonna put it back up. There. Did yeah. I take it down? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why she put that up there and seal it like that? Give me the ladder. Ain't gonna call nobody name. They gonna watch the podcast. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's Women's History Month. Before we go, what what, what woman or what women? And it could be uh, personal, and you could do some person who's not personal if you want. Uh, and Sharon, I'd love for you to come in as well in the chat. I appreciate everything that you're saying in the chat. Uh, we, we're we're very appreciative of it. Uh, and thank you for joining in the podcast. But it's because it's Women History Month. Please tell me some, uh, what woman or what women have been so influential uh, to you and to where you are now in your life or your career or therefore. Drake, Dr. Drake. You can't do this without, you know. Mine is by far my mother. Um, she passed away in 2018, but she showed me everything I believe that there is to, to being strong, to being graceful, to being compassionate, and also doing whatever you need to do to have many lives. So my mother would be my mine would be my um, grandmother, Um, you know, raising you to be the young lady that you should always carry yourself, always be humble, you know, if you're going to do something, give it all, give it your all, give it your best, don't let, you know, your circumstances or your background, anything like that stop you, so um, she's always pushed us to be that person, Mm -hmm. I would say my grandmother. Well, we, we celebrate all the women in our personal lives, in our professional lives, uh, even those who you might not think 
that make an embark on you because I always say you can learn anything from anybody. You know, they got bad habits. Oh, I know I don't want to, you, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like that. You, then you, or someone who's doing something great, you know, you, you uh, I never thought about it like that. So, like I say, uh, special shout out to all the women. Um, we, we celebrate you, not just this month, even though that this is what the month that they designated, uh, but to all the women, happy Women's History Month. Listen, thank y'all so much. Uh, to my co-hosts, thank y'all so much for joining in. I've had a great time and a great blessing you. Listen to everyone who's on the podcast. This is not the last time you'll see them. We got a virtual conference coming up, and they will be some of our session uh, speakers, so I'm excited. We'll give you a little bit more information about that when that time comes. Look, look about the end of July, 1st of August. But we're so glad that they uh, came uh, and that they uh, were participants for today. I know they were a little nervous. I had to pull, my, pull two people that I care about dearly out of their comfort zone, but there is more to come for them. Listen, I don't know what you had in your coffee cup. Mine is almost empty. But thank you for joining us, and we'll see you at the next coffee break next week, season finale. You don't want to miss it. HBCU and community college uh, deans and vice presidents will be here. We're going to talk about uh, why students don't want to go to a historically black college. And we're also going to talk about ways that we can get students to community college um, as well. So you don't want to miss that. But I think that's going to be Probably one of one of my favorite. I mean, we've had several questions. We talked about student safety today, and and Dr. Drake is going to do a session in the later on in the summer that's going to kind of expound about that. Some good tips, and uh, Ms. Ms. Vaughn's going to come in and she's going to do some more. But my season finale, I tell you, two people that I care about dearly, and um, these are two topics that I think are controversial. You know, students don't want to go to community college because it just feels like, okay, it's 13 years. At least that's what we thought back when I was in school. And I'm sure that kids still think that same thing, you know, now. And then, you know, you don't want to go to a historically black college. You know, why? And so uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to expose some, some things uh, on, uh, on, on our next podcast. It's our season finale. You don't want to miss it. Until next time, you guys, Ernest Dixon with Coffee Break at Boxy. See you then. Thank you.